Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 178. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the funeral commander Harbison. And this is the funeral profession's only weekly news show. We are it. We are the news. We are the news. It's up to date. We've even had breaking stuff come out before. That's We've right. introduced new people to the industry, new products, changes. This is the spot if you want to see it. If you want to wait a month or two for, for six weeks and come in, you put it on the back of the bathroom toilet. That's your business. But uh, this is the news, right? It's this the real the deal. News. And speaking of the real deal, the fast funding group, C&J Financial, um, the funeral isn't over till you get paid. You're going to hear that a lot from me. Let's go ahead and run that promotion. CNJ Financial and CFS are excited to announce a powerful yet simple solution to help thousands of funeral homes and families with the challenges that life insurance assignments can bring. Insurance companies are often a hassle to deal with, and claims can take weeks or months before payment is received. If you're tired of the hassle and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. With the new seamless integration between the two companies, CFS client families can submit preliminary insurance information to your firm through your website prior to the arrangement conference. The final assignment information is sent to CNJ via the insurance assignment tab in your website management console. Once the claim is submitted, CNJ will verify the benefits, and as soon as verification is obtained, payment is made to your firm usually within 24 to 48 hours. C&J and CFS are committed to simplifying the lives of funeral directors so you can focus your time serving families. Well, Mr. Commander, we had two weeks ago some breaking news that you're now part of the C&J team. So these promos just got a little bit more personal for you. It is. And you know what, what's fantastic is the power of social media LinkedIn to all the folks. Thank you uh, for congratulating me yep. and all the interaction we have. But speaking of social media, Jamie has his own social media stardom with four That's boys. Right. You, That's right. you put that out this morning. Will you share out about Motivation Monday? Yeah. So uh, Jamie Meredith, the, the, the face behind CNJ Financial, the man, the myth, the legend, has four boys the Meredith Sons, and they do a Monday morning motivation video every week on their own dedicated Facebook page, Meredith and Sons, where Jamie's instilling in his boys leadership, faith, motivation. Like it's, It checks all the boxes of something that you would want to see first thing on a Monday morning. Uh, he, he has his boys reciting quotes and, and leadership tactics and just it's it's gives you all the good feels um and you know I, i've learned a lot from jamie as a mentor in this profession uh he's mentored hundreds of others in this profession and now to kind of watch him as a father and and you know they didn't create this the way this show cre was created was accidental and it, it you know social media has its way of growing things and and bringing things to the surface. And this is one of the best things that's on the internet right now. If you haven't seen it, you need to go to connectingdirectors.com. We link to uh, the Facebook page there and a full feature article about Jamie and his boys and, and the reason they started the show and what's happened since they've started the show and what it's really become kind of fabric of their life. Even when they travel, they're, 
Jamie's opening up the cell phone and, and they're doing remote motivational Monday uh, things that are just, I don't know, it's cool. Like even, even you know, this week with Martin Luther King Day, uh, reciting and, and honoring Martin Luther King's life and what he was able to accomplish in the, in the millions and millions upon millions of people that he influenced. It's just, it's cool. I don't know. I can't say enough about how awesome uh, it is to see Jamie do that with his voice. Well, and this is should be a, a great lesson for funeral home owners and others. You can do the same thing. You know, right. you don't necessarily have to do it on Monday. You don't have to do it with your family. But there's an opportunity to reach a broader base because now, if not before, people are more uh, ingratiated because they see Jamie as a real person. And they said, gosh, if this is the type of guys that CNJ Financial, then maybe that's somebody I ought to look into that's right. as business. I had the opportunity to meet that crowd, the quad. Man, those guys are bad news when it comes to some Nerf weapons. So uh, there's a picture of them that you uh, you have up there. That's right. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to all the dudes up on top of the mountain. Love you guys. Gosh, and you sent me a little video clip. You kind of got a you, you got some military in you, but you got annihilated by these kids. Yeah, I know not to <laughs> stuck my head out or I'd have another part on the other side of my hair. <laughs> but look, I'm excited. We get to introduce Amy Rigtrup uh, from up in Massachusetts. Uh, she's uh, going to we're going to interview her and chat with her a little bit about being a young funeral director, owner, mom and wife. So let's roll that. How exciting we get to grab Amy Rigtrup in between doing the deal, doing the mob, doing the wife, doing the funeral home, doing the owner work. How do you do it all, Amy? If you if you figure it out, let me know. Okay. Um, so right in my game plan. <laughs> yeah. It's really adapting. Day was planned to be something else, and now I'm sitting in a prime spot at the school waiting for my kids, working in well, my car. that's the real deal. That's harder than getting a spot at the cemetery, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for this. Hi. Hi, guys. Well, Thanks for having you, uh, me. <laughs> yeah, why don't you introduce yourself to the FNers out here? We've had you before, but uh, reintroduce Amy Rigtrip, right. please. My name's Amy Silva Rigtrip. I'm a fifth generation Portuguese funeral director in Massachusetts. Um, grew up in my family business, working with my dad and multiple family members, and Broke out on my own, and I'm striving to find that balance between structure and still having organic service and realizing that, you know, you can have both. Yeah. Interesting. Would you expound on that a little bit? <laughs> yes. Um, I think, you know, just like with relationships, you have to have a couple tough ones, figure out what you really want in a relationship. It's kind of like that with work. And I, I worked with my family, which was amazing for 15 years. But I learned a lot about what I don't want for for the future of the business and a lot about what I do want. Um, instead of pulling ideas out of nowhere, I feel like I ended up with a great arsenal. Um, so when the opportunity came where a cousin funeral home needed some help in retirement and didn't have any young blood, I graciously offered my services. And for two years, I've been able to make changes, make waves. And um, we're doing really well. <laughs> yeah, and that's also included making bank. Well, making bank a, is good. <laughs> making bank you're is a good. big social media maven, uh, Ryan. You want to go some through some of the social media stuff, and then I'm going to circle back to your radio show. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so Amy, you've been very transparent through social. Uh, what do you think the values of social have been for you as you're making those changes and building brand? I feel like it's a tool that helps with my major goal of being a funeral home that's accessible and adaptable. Um, and just, you know, throwing out obituaries of strangers to people isn't going to get you followers. But engaging and having conversation, supporting the community, you know, being transparent, being vulnerable, um, talking about grief, letting people know that they can reach out to us and we're not robots. Um, I feel like social media is that that glue that kind of connects you to the community in an industry where we're stereotyped yeah. into a box. Yeah. What, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What, what, what's one of the things that you've, <laughs> you've done that's been outside the box that you think has been the most valuable for your brand through social? My favorite was your idea with uh, the pie day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we... Yeah, I, I really love the Boys and Girls Clubs. I was a club kid growing up. So we picked that as our charity and we had people vote for their favorite funeral director to receive a pie in the face. And then we all got to campaign against ourselves being voted. And it, it was really fun. It was really engaging. The kids at the Boys Club loved throwing cake at us. It was unbelievable. That's that's, that's awesome. awesome. And I, I want to applaud you though. Just like we throw out a lot of crazy ideas that a lot of our clients shoot down. Um, I don't think there's anything too crazy that we could throw out to you that you aren't going to do. And, and the value of that is the fact that you're making yourself approachable and, and accessible to the community, right? We, we Most funeral right. directors are met with this very stodgy, cold kind of persona right. that the consumer they has. They come about up them. with more yes. reasons not to do something That's than right. they come up with to do something. That's exactly And right. I appreciate you guys because... I'd love to have free time to just be creative and come up with these things. And you guys let me be able to do what I need to do. And even if I don't take every, every assignment, that I mean, it's there. You guys do yeah. all the legwork for me and it's amazing. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, social is just one kind of, I think it's kind of the nucleus of, of your marketing, but you're doing some other things. And, and Jeff, touch on that. Yeah, uh, Amy, that's how you and I first connected way back when you were just a pup, right? And I probably had darker hair. But yes. uh, tell us about your radio show and the silver lining. I um, I grew up in theater. Um, so one of my friends that runs a theater company also manages a local radio show. And she thought it'd be a great idea, much to the chagrin of everyone else at the radio station to have a funeral home show about grief and dying and funeral industry. And I said, sure. And it ended up being amazing. I think I recorded maybe 70 episodes over two years. Wow. And I, I was on the radio accepting callers every Thursday. Um, actually got pulled over by a and he recognized my voice <laughs> and thanked me and sent me on my way. So, you know, it paid off in a lot of different ways. Um, but I think it helped kind of make an informal accessible place where people could talk about things that are somewhat uncomfortable but really need to be talked about without the pressure of like come walk into a funeral home and right and you're doing stuff. all the things at your firm that needs to be done you're you're using facebook and social media to reach folks you don't know right you're using your radio show as your personality a person a go-to person for funeral and grief that 
people that don't know you. And then on top of that, the people that do know you, you strengthen those relationships and they follow and they talk. So, I mean, I, I really think that you've got this figured out because obviously you're doing really well. Yeah, and it feels real. It feels genuine and organic. I feel like our service speaks for itself. I have one of my partners, Larry, like the Fred Astaire of funeral service. The guy, if you want to stop the procession by the house on the way to the cemetery, not only does he make it happen, but he'll slow down in front, walk out and place a rose on the step. There's just things that we do that come from an organic place and not a, hey, let's push people into certain price things. And, you know, we're not here to compete. We're not here to anything. We're here to be experts that help people figure out the funeral that they need without having to do the work to get there. Amy, you are a superstar. You know, uh, <laughs> you really are. You do great work. Um, I, I'm, I, I consider you a friend. You've been to my house. You've been down here. Yeah. We've had a big time. And yeah. uh, of course, I want to get you back out here right now. Believe it or not, look, it's actually clouds in Phoenix. I'm freezing. It's about 60. It's Can't about 21 degrees <laughs> yeah. right now, but it's yeah. beautiful and sunny. Uh, I appreciate I you guys. I mean, the other thing I think young funeral directors, whether they're going to be owners or not, you need to accept and give yourself permission to work with a team, like having support, having people help. I mean, it's not really about money and budget when it comes to the pricelessness of having people helping you. You know, I've right. gone through surgeries and family deaths and all these things in the last two years of owning a funeral home and being like the catch-all that I've, I've survived and excelled because I have people supporting me. And that's awesome. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> we do love it. Well, Amy, thank you for coming on, sharing some of your life. You also have it worked out for life balance because you're waiting for the kids. You're in that's the right. van, you know, and there's nothing more important than to figure that out as well. No, my kids know all I told them about my job is I help people say goodbye and they think I work in a castle. Hey, well, that's awesome. You do. It's actually awesome. Yeah. One of the narrowest staircases i've ever been in all my life <laughs> yes good workout thank you guys yeah. so much for having me thank you amy all we right appreciate take you. care we'll have you back again definitely thank you see ya bye-bye it's been so cool to get to know amy over the last few years we worked with uh, her family's funeral home and then when she had the opportunity to go on her own we we now work with her uh directly with with social media strategy and it's, it's been fun like she's open to everything. And, you know, one of the things I admire about Amy is she's wearing 15 different hats at the same time. Uh, and, and no different than a lot of funeral directors wear 15 hats at the same time. But what I love about her is how transparent she is with it. And when a day is nuts and a day is crazy, she doesn't act like it's perfect. And her social reflects that a day was nuts and a day was crazy. And, um, you know, she's gone through a lot in the last couple of years after owning the funeral home and family things that have been documented and very transparent, which has just brought her even closer to her community and, and brought that trust level up another notch. So it's, it's pretty powerful to, to be a part of. It is. She's a superstar. And uh, I just consider her a close friend. And I hope we'll see a lot more from her because I think she's going to be someone that's going to be helping reshape the way we do things out here. Absolutely. Well, Ryan, um, it's the end of the week. You're headed out of town. I'll be headed out of town. And so the next time we convene for 179, who knows what it's going to be? Who freaking knows?
I'll be we have the, to have the news, right? We, we don't know what the news, news is. I'll, I'll Sometimes the, we make the news, but most of the time we just report it. That's right. We'll, we only make the news when people aren't going to get mad. When people get angry, then we're just reporting the news. <laughs> yeah, we're just telling them, hey, this is what I heard. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, partner. Appreciate you, man. Uh, let's All right. keep this train trucking down the tracks. All right. Tracks. See you next week out here.